Welcome to the Happy Healthy Life Podcast with your hosts, Rob and Randy, who reveal the truth, the lies, and confusion about health so that you are no longer the victim to mainstream medical dogma and you are the hero to your own happy, healthy story. Hey guys, welcome to the Happy Healthy Life Podcast with Rob and Randy. Hope you guys are having a fantastic day. Today's going to be a really fun show. We're fresh back right now from Nashville, Tennessee. We were there to go to a, a conference called Arete Syndicate. If you're not familiar with that, it was it's with Ed Milet. He's got an amazing podcast. If you don't already follow him, follow his podcast. You get great stuff. And also uh, another mentor of ours, Andy Fristilla, who is not watered down at all. If you, you want to get the truth about what's happening in our country, you have questions about that definitely give him a listen to. He's got a podcast called Real AF and he is real. Real AF AF. as in Andy Frisilla and also as in Real AF. Yeah, absolutely. So (laughs) so today's podcast is really about, um, it's it's really about giving you guys the cliff notes of what it is that we learned because there's so many things that are applicable and relative to what we do in the health space. Because when it comes to principles in life, principles are true no matter if you were talking about health, those principles hold true when it comes to talking about finances, relationships, mindset, life. Um, they're always true, and you can always apply to any of those things. So we're going to go through what it is that we learned. This may be one podcast, two podcasts, three. We don't know because there was so much great information. So if you weren't there, we're going to give you the cliff notes of what it is that we got from it and what we took with that. So with that being said, to get started, one of the things that Ed Milet had talked about, and he's, he's just a great, great godly man, and he talked about this thing that happens, and we see it a lot, especially when it comes to um, the things that we do with helping people with their metabolism. And one of the things that he talked about was invisible progress, how so many people will stop doing what it is that they're doing because they can't see the progress the progress and what he talked about is if you keep doing those things every single day that what ends up happening is you end up with this explosive growth that just happens literally almost overnight and you can even think about it this way if you were let's say you were um, doing our metabolism program and you took a photo of yourself today And then you took another photo of yourself again tomorrow. You followed the program perfectly, okay? didn't deviate at all. You look at yourself tomorrow and you're like, well, crap, I look exactly the way I did yesterday. I haven't made any progress or maybe the scale looked the same today as it did yesterday. I've made no progress, so I'm going to quit. And so many people quit in life because of this thing called invisible progress they stop doing the things that they should be doing on a daily basis because they're not seeing any visible results or feeling those visible results like right now. Yeah. And we even went through that. It was pretty powerful to, uh, to continue on that point with uh, even taking like a picture of yourself. Yeah. When we went through the 75 hard, which is, by the way, was Andy Frasilla. That's his program that we had done back in March. And uh, you know you have to take a body selfie every single day. And it was interesting. You start the first, you know, week or two, eh, it doesn't really look that different, but you start getting to like day 30, day 40. And then once you're past those 60 days going into that home stretch, it's like you start looking at those pictures. 
made. So really what that means is when you're doing the right thing and you're doing it with consistency, you're always moving in the right direction and you wake up and it's like, holy smokes, I can't believe how far I came. A lot of times we talk about making changes and we talk about that on this podcast and living that happy, healthy life. And you think about all those big changes that you try to make and can be overwhelming. But once you start making little changes consistently, you may not see the ultimate progress, but like Ed talked about, that invisible progress is really there. You just got to make sure you're going in the right direction. Absolutely. And you can't quit. You got to be like, always talk about our superpower, or less mine specifically, is I'm too stupid to quit. So I don't quit. I don't know what that word means. Um, and that's a big superpower that both of us have because we always are moving forward. And but it's hard because a lot of times, you know, you want that quick win, you want that big home run, and maybe just a little bit, you know, singles consistently. You, before you know it, you you, know, you scored 15 runs and you won the World Series. It's, so it's not it's not about the home run in life. And we talked about that yeah. a lot, even in Nashville, because in Nashville, you know, country music scene, I just music in general, right? Yeah. It's like every single place. You pass, you pass on Broadway, there's somebody playing who's got an amazing voice. Yeah. And you're like, why in the world is this person not on radio? <laughs> yeah. And then you, we, you, you talk about those, those, those people that you're like, wow, he, was a, he just came on the scene overnight. Well, the reality is that that's not true at all. These people were playing in these these honky tonks, these dive bars at 8 a.m. in the morning. Yep. Um, just, you know, nobody was there listening to them. And it was just the same thing over and over and over, getting better every single time. And I don't know if you did this during 75 Hard, as I was listening to you talk about, even the even with the, the body selfie photo, is rather than looking at my photo, like say I'm on day 30, rather than looking at my photo on day 30 and comparing that to day 29, I would always look at day 30 and compare that with day one. And I'm like, wow, there's a huge difference there. Yeah. Even well, you, if you compare it, you know, within a couple of days of each other, no matter where you're at in the program, like, well, nothing's changed, but yeah, you go back to where you started and just not quitting, moving forward, trusting the process. We tell that to a lot of our clients who go through our metabolism program, you know, trust the process, follow it. Don't quit. You're almost there. And a lot of times, unfortunately, for a lot of people, whether it's you're an entrepreneur or on a health journey, you're putting the work in and you may not gain the results that you're looking for and you you quit way too soon. So don't yeah. quit. Hang in there. Know that that process will get you there when you're on the right process and you're following through. Yeah, absolutely. So don't you know, it's, it's it's like even going through our program, it's like people are literally you're you're doing the same right things every day. Yeah. Right. So you know exactly what to do. And it's just doing that with consistency. It's it's mastering what we learned from Andy Vrasilla, mastering <laughs> the, the monotony. Mundane, the mono- the yeah. monotony or the mundane. <laughs> yeah. You're doing the same thing yeah. over and over. So even with 75 hard, 70 the things that you're doing for 75 hard. They're not hard on their own. It's mastering the monotony of doing that on a daily basis that gets hard because then you're like, you know what? I don't think I want to drink a gallon of water uh, today. So I'm going to cut a corner. So when you allow yourself to cut that corner, we're talking to somebody, they're like, oh, yeah, I'm doing 75 hard. And then they say, and I said, oh, so you're drinking the gallon of water every day. Well, I'm putting <laughs> some electrolytes in my water. So mm-hmm. it helps the absorption in my body. So you're not drinking a gallon of water. So that right there goes, you know what, if I let my, myself cut a corner there, that's going to let me cut a corner somewhere else. And now you're doing a version yeah. and you're not actually doing 75 hard. So that's a, it's a really huge lesson in discipline doing that every single day. And there's something to be said for that. Absolutely. 
So one of the other things that I that, that I wrote down, and I think this is really important, is Ed said, believe that you deserve to win. Mm, I love that so freaking much. Yeah. So t- tell me why. I mean, why, why is that something that resonates with you and you love? Well, first off, we all we all know that everything starts between your ears. And so if you don't see yourself as a winner, as somebody who deserves to win, then there's no way possible that that's going to happen yet. And we believe, and I know you do as well, and Ed, I know Ed does, and he said it all during the weekend that God put you on this earth, not to be cliche, for huge purpose, right? God designed us and prepared us and equipped us to be winners, right? And winners doesn't mean everything you do in touch turns to gold. What it means is you always continue to find the wins in every single thing in your life. So I think giving ourselves permission to know that it's okay to be a winner. It's okay to have wins. It's okay to learn from those wins when sometimes the wins don't look like what you might think they would look like, but every single situation is an opportunity to learn or to win. So giving yourself permission to know that it's okay to think, you know what? It's okay that I get to win. What's not okay is taking the opposite of that mindset, which would be what? It's like, well, you know, I don't think that I have the ability to do this because of whatever reason that you choose. And those are self-limiting beliefs that we take on and we make them a part of our reality because we believe them, even though they're not true. So I think that's what impacts me when he said that. I'm like, I love that so much because I had a father that I grew up with and a great and a great mother who really allowed me to believe that was okay that I could win. And I think pouring that into ourselves into our relationships. If you've got children, the people that you care about, just that mindset, it's a simple thought, but it's a very powerful thought. Yeah. So when it comes to your health and what it is that that we do, it's it's believing, you know what, it is possible for me to lose 20, 25, 30, 40, 50, 100 pounds, whatever, whatever it is, I believe I can do that mm-hmm. versus making all of the excuses yeah. as to why you can't do that or why you were made this certain way, or it's my genetics, or it's my age, or it's my whatever, you know what, that belief just went right out the window. So you've already now proven that you're going to fail before you even start. Right out of the starting blocks, you're already behind the eight ball and you never really get there. So that's that's really a part of even like going through that invisible uh, what was, what do you, how do you visible progress? Yeah. Thank you. The invisible progress. If you don't have a mindset that you deserve to win and that you are a winner, then that invisible progress isn't going to happen for you because you're going to tap out and quit because winners don't quit. Losers quit. And we're not designed to be a loser. So I think the mindset can translate it into everything. We know that it does. That's, that's for sure, especially when it comes to your health. Yeah. So you, you to say, instead of saying, hey, you know what? Believing that you deserve to win, it's like, you know, I believe that I deserve to be healthy. Yeah. I deserve to be happy, happy, healthy. That is winning. There, there you go. That's a win. That's investing in yourself. That's the personal excellence. That's why we went to these seminars that we go and travel, invest in ourselves because investing in yourself is your greatest investment. And nobody can take that from you. Absolutely. Not the government, not the pharmaceutical companies. Nobody can come in and tell you that you don't have the ability to learn and improve and invest in yourself. So that's part of winning is investing into yourself and 
becoming your best version, which is really what God requires of all of us. If we're going to be honest with ourselves is be your absolute best version. You are a winner, invest in yourself and trust the process. Absolutely. Next one. He said, it is successful people. Okay. What makes them successful is they have emotional control. Mm. That's huge, <laughs> right? Because yeah, we're controlled is. by our emotions, yeah, right? Yeah. And so emotions being e-movement, right? Or emotion, yeah. that right there is, is what dictates what it is that we do in the actions that we take. How we're feeling right now could determine the next action that happens. And what kind of emotional control do I have? If I'm sad right now, or I'm depressed, or I'm in pain, and it's okay to have feelings, right? We're not saying ignore the feelings, but can you be in pain? Because I know for myself personally, having had the back injuries before, when I was in pain, as a way to be able to subdue that pain, I would want to eat something, okay? And I, when I say eat something, I'm not talking about eating like a a, a bushel of, of broccoli or whatever you would call it, or a bundle of broccoli or cauliflower. I'm saying I wanted some ice cream. I wanted some peanut butter M&Ms, and that was going to make me feel better. Having emotional control is knowing that about yourself and not having the peanut butter M&Ms in the house to begin with. That right there would be emotional control. And there's some things that we can do in order to be able to put ourselves in a better place. And we'll talk about that in a second. But I think that's that's huge because a lot of people, well, in other words, they may even wake up worried, for example, okay? That's not having control of those emotions. If it's something that's a chronic state where every morning you wake up worried about the day, Oh my gosh, I have so many things that I have to get done. Maybe I don't have enough money to pay my bills. Maybe I don't um, have, uh, I needed to go grocery shopping and I'm worried about, you know, worried about what it is that I'm going to eat at lunch or I'm worried about whatever. I'm worried about turning my cell phone on because of all of the emails that are going to be in there. And then you're worried that every one of those emails is going to be a negative email. Has anybody else been there before? Because I know I've been in that place. For sure. And then you almost like it's a self-fulfilling prophecy of like you already are putting a negative connotation onto it. I know the emails are going to be bad versus going, you know what? Um, maybe there's going to actually there's going to be some really great emails, and this is an awesome thing. But yeah, starting that day with that worry and that fear, and attaching your day to that, it can really st- set you up for the entire day to feel that way. And I don't want to live that way. That's not the happy, healthy life. And the emotional side of that, it really we have to realize that when you operate out of fear and depression. You know, those things really scramble up your brain, like the amygdala, where you use logic you're re- and reason. You're rewiring your brain. You to, are. To, to be that your neurology who's a worrier. Who's a worrier who lives in fear, who's now no longer can use their, their logic side or their reasoning side because your emotions take control of you and you can no longer function from a day-to-day consistent basis when you let the fear and the emotions take over. Like emotions are great. You should cry. You should laugh. In fact, that's healing for the immune system. The body can't tell the difference. It's healing, but you don't want to be controlled. So having that emotional control, that emotional intelligence to be aware of it, I think is a very powerful tool that I know you and I have both worked on. And I've still got a whole lot of work to do on myself in that regard. But I think the first thing is being aware of that. Yes. Because when you're aware of it, you know that you're doing it. Then you can be able to 
course correct. Yep. And if you don't, like one of the things that he talked about was people who do have that, let's use the worry, for example, people who are worried, for example, that maybe I don't have enough money. Well, when they do end up having money, now you have somebody that's got a lot of money and they're still worried about them either not having enough or like they're worried that somebody's going to take away from from, (laughs) And I I truly believe that everything is a a vibration. We're all these vibrational energies. And when you carry that energy to someone else where you feel like somebody's always going to be taking something from me, then you walk around really with that, that, that fear right? And you take that energy into your relationships. You take that energy um, around your kids. You're passing it mm-hmm. on to them. So there's so many facets of this versus going, you know what? I'm not a worried person. I'm a happy person. I'm a joyful person. And there's things that you can do to be able to change that state when you're first aware of it. So if you're aware of it and you automatically know like, when I wake up in the morning, I have that fear of picking up my phone. Okay, well, then don't have your fe- your phone next to your bed. That could be an action step. Right. Put your phone in another room. I know one of the things that I did is I got this, I forget what the th- it's called the hatch. That's what it is. It's like an alarm clock that at whatever time there's a light that starts coming up that yeah. mimics the sunrise right. versus a loud freaking alarm uh, beeping in your ear. There's nothing more anxiety feeling than that. I hate it. Waking up into a full-blown panic attack as the alarm's going off. Worst way to wake up, by the way, is by an alarm clock. I don't know that that's, you should wake up to the sound of a, of a rooster or the sun you know, coming up something more natural, but yeah, starting your day into anxiety. In fact, a lot of times for me, because my first instinct, if I'm honest, is when I wake up, I kind of reach for my phone and you find yourself just doing that. And then of course you're going to start scrolling through your emails, you're comparing yourself you're to people, you're on social, social media. media. And I'm like, you know what? A lot of times for me, like, no, you don't get to start that way. You don't get to touch your phone right now. You know, I do a lot of pimp mat therapy in the mornings, prayer time, some time to read, uh, exercise, like you want to get yourself into a place of, you know, peace and gratitude and thankfulness before you jump into that world. Because if you're going to start your day in in an emotional stressed out state versus starting in a place of peace and gratitude, that can set the tone for the entire day. Absolutely. So that's great action steps, right? Yep. So you could start, start the day off. I know for myself today, I started my day off with movement. You know what? Did I want to get out of bed this morning? No. I knew that we were going to be on TV this morning on Good Morning Texas. Yep. So I'm like, I got to get myself out. I got to get myself moving. And just that motion right there puts you in a higher state of vibration as far as your emotions go. And then even saying positive things to yourself, like I'm a joyful person. I am whatever it is that, that you want to, to feel and saying those things versus the opposite. Because one of the things that he also said is the quality of your life is the qual equals the quality of your emotions. So if you want to have a higher quality of life, you better have higher quality of emotions that are happening on a daily basis. And so these are some of the things that you can do to be able to make sure that that's happening. So the next thing that he talked about is he talked about constantly dreaming, visualizing success, right? You ask yourself, actually, even before I get into that, here's, here's one good action step that you can ask yourself is get out a journal and ask yourself, what is the feeling that I feel on a consistent basis throughout my day? What is that feeling? Is it anxiety? Is it worry? Is it happiness? Is it joy? What is it? Because now you can become aware of it. So that's an action step right there. So yeah, I like that. So visualizing the next step, visualizing, constantly dreaming. 
you know, do you visualize success? Do you visualize great things happening? Or do you visualize, well, I'm worried that this may happen over here. Not such a great thing. What is the outcome of the day that you are visualizing? Mm. I know it's one of the things that we even do when we're doing good morning tech. Totally talked about it we're, earlier. We, yeah, we, <laughs> we know. We visualize yep. the, the, the people that are going to come in or they're going to be impacted by what it is that we're talking about. We had somebody text us yesterday that's like, you know what? I am living my dream right now is exactly yeah. what he said, because I am lighter now than I was back when I was an athlete in college. I'm living my dream. So for us, it's visualizing those people coming in to our clinic because of us being there on Good Morning Texas. Yeah, now and the number really is irrelevant because you know when you're visualizing and you're casting that out there and you're seeing that you know, the people that are going to need you, they're going to come. The people that come into your life, if you own a business, right? The the relationships that you may desire or want, like when you're visioning what you want and you can see that, that really is the first step once again for making that really come to fruition. So I love it when we, I know, because I know when I wake up on when we're having a, a live Good Morning Texas segment that day, I know that you're doing the same thing, that I'm up moving, we're preparing our brain, our mind, and we're seeing and visualizing what we want to see happen for the day. And I love that because it already starts me with a positive and a thoughtful intention of like, all right, we have a very powerful message to share. And I know we're going to find those people today and we're seeing them already coming into the clinic. It's it's a sound, it's not that hokey. It's actually a real thing. So don't don't get weird on me now. Don't be like these guys are way off in left field. Trust me, the intentions behind your thoughts and what you visualize is so powerful. This is a very real thing because it is. You're, you're asking yourself, okay, what's the best possible thing that could happen out yeah. of whatever the scenario is? Yeah. And this is how powerful this is because I don't remember if we talked about it last week or not. However, uh, I was at a uh, I was in an establishment in the area about three months ago or so, and, and it was kind of a freak thing that happened. Somebody was showing a firearm to somebody else, and they abs- accidentally pulled the trigger, shot a hole through the back yeah. of somebody's vehicle. Then it went into the side of my vehicle, and I'm like, crap, right? So I didn't look at it as the, the worst thing that happened, or why did that happen to me? I looked at it, and I'm like, thank goodness nobody was standing there. Nobody was hurt. Good will come out of this. And so fast forward now to a week and a half ago, and I was visualizing and meditating. I was like, you know what? I just feel like I need another vehicle, right? (laughs) So like I said, I'm all about the vibration, energy, just being, just visualizing and being in agreement with really what God's vision for my my life is. But as I'm sitting there visualizing, just automobiles popped into my head. I'm like, all right, this is the kind of car that I've always really wanted. I'm visualizing that car. Literally the next day I go outside to take the kids to school and my car is not there. So what you're saying is when you uh, see yourself getting a new car, the very next day, your car gets stolen. <laughs> it was like, I could have never visualized it happening with like, what that, a blessing, but, I, but it was, and, it, and, and that's what I thought. Right. I wasn't upset. I wasn't mad about it. I was more like, am I losing my mind? Because I yeah. swear I parked it here last night. It was yeah. more of that at the time. But afterward, I'm like, okay, you know what? It was time to get another vehicle. And at the end of the day, you know what? That's what insurance is for. Yeah. And the insurance ended up giving me more for than, than what I thought my car was worth in the first place. 
And so now I get to get that automobile that I was visualizing. Yep. And so I was and like, that could have ruined that could have ruined your day if you had allowed no. it. And I saw you, I'm like, yeah, I, I didn't know that you just got your car <laughs> stolen. I, I guess you had the smile of like, I'm getting a new car. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because it's like, like this is cool. Yeah, but that's part of that being that emotionally yeah. mature person where you don't let emotions control you. Because if you get all upset and you know discombobulated because you're whatever's going on, then you're allowing your emotions to control you. And I don't want to be in a place where stuff like that, because there's nothing you could have done about that. That happened. You don't even have to understand why it happened because you're probably never going to know uh, and that you're not going to get that car back. But at the same time, you were emotionally mature enough in that spot and you saw for what it is. So really attaching a, a different outcome to the problem, though, which may seem like it's a problem, you really was an opportunity to go like, you know what? Thank you, God, for this I opportunity. Like, I was like, he was 100% in alignment. So <laughs> so that's also powerful because that, that goes back to you got to be really careful about what it is that you are visualizing. Yeah. Are you visualizing the best case scenario? Are you visualizing the worst case scenario? Always visualize the best possible outcome. So with that, I think and and you can say some some say some closing remarks but i think with that that's that's good yeah for, for today sure. and there's more we want to unpack next week and even the for following sure. week but as we make that relevant as far as that visualization as well for those of you guys since we talk about health all the time is visualize yourself being in the best possible shape of your life it's like visualizing i think about this all the time even having had those those back injuries mm-hmm. i visualize myself playing golf, swinging a golf club, right? Shooting a low score. I visualize myself running. I visualize myself exercising. I visualize myself dancing with my daughter at her wedding. I visualize those things because those are the best possible outcomes that I can have as my body is healing and getting to that place on the way to that place. So just ask yourself, what is it that I'm seeing on a daily basis and be intentional about it and really schedule yourself some time to do this on a daily basis, whether it be through a vision board for your goals, however it is that you choose to do it, see the best possible scenario happening. Yeah. I, I love that because I'm telling you, um, and I've seen this a lot in your life. I've known you for a very long time. Heck, going over 20 years as my best friend and as my business partner now. But no, what, what you're saying is really is really incredible. And I love it because you know I think about over the last several years and you know, I was even telling you this earlier. There's, there's what like those three to five maybe moments of your life where you're gonna go through something, and maybe you couldn't have seen that ever happening. But what are you gonna learn and get from that? Whether it was a, a divorce or you know a lost uh, a loss of a loved one, you know, maybe it could be you know a bankruptcy. Who who even knows? But when you go through those moments, are you able to come out of that and see something better for you? What can you learn from those moments? And I think I think that's part of the process is really seeing something great come out of that. You know, I remember uh, speaking of a car story. I remember um, when I just bought a, a car. I really wanted for a long time, and I um, had had it for maybe like a few weeks. And I'd taken it to get the inspection sticker, 
and I had it parked up uh, at the uh, the place where they were doing it at the gas station, and they didn't put the emergency brake on, and the car literally rolled back out into the middle because of the that street. Car didn't have an emergency brake? <laughs> that, that was the problem. Yeah, remember you had to. Put it's it electronic. In gear. Yeah, it was electronic. You had to put it in, in like first or second gear. Yeah, so totally. It didn't, it didn't even have a brake. <laughs> but yeah, so it rolls out into the middle <laughs> of the street, gets smashed up like an accordion, by the way, by this big truck. But nobody was in the car. Nobody was killed or injured. The girl was freaking out who had taken the car back up there and didn't have it parked correctly. And I remember being in that moment thinking that I wasn't upset really about anything. I was really more thankful that once again, nobody was hurt. And then I was able to actually comfort that girl. I was able to talk to the owner. It wasn't even that big a deal because nothing was going to be changed out of that. The car's not coming back. That's why you have insurance. A lot of things we get worked up about and let control us are those things. But no, when you're seeing it and listen, you you may not even get the things that you're visualizing or that you want or that you're even writing down. We're not saying write it down, visualize it's going to happen. But think about how you feel and the emotion that you feel when you think like how good do you feel when you think about your daughter being married to an amazing man, you're walking her down the aisle and the joy that's going to bring to you as a father. Absolutely. Those things, those thoughts, those feelings, the thing that you want, that you desire, that you're writing, that you're visualizing. That's going to happen when she's probably around 50. Of like 50 years years from now. Not even, we're not anywhere close. I mean, he's he's a great, handsome man. Exactly. But you're, you're already like, it already makes you feel good. Whether you ever even get it or not, and that's not even the point, but the point is knowing that you deserve it, number one, that you can see it. And the way that makes you feel can also set your intentions emotionally for the day. So I think a lot of this we're saying to wrap it all up is be careful with your thoughts, right? Think about you know what your mind is telling you. A lot of times your mind is a liar. It doesn't control Most you. Time, you control Absolutely. it. Absolutely. So don't let yourself lie to yourself. Remember, you're your own worst, slickest salesman that you know, because you know exactly how to get to tell you to do something or how to manipulate you to settle or to cut corners or to make excuses. So take control of those thoughts, right? Know that you deserve to be happy. You deserve to be healthy. You deserve to win because you are a winner. That's who God created you to be. So I think those thoughts go a long, long way. Absolutely. Here's a thought and a visualization you can you should have as we're leaving. Don't forget to like it, share it, rate us. All those a little all, bit different all, episode all, today, by the all, way, all, for sure. But all, yes, all the things. Yeah. Another action step is visualize really great short chain fatty acids as part of your nutrition process, your nutrition <laughs> regimen on a daily big daily basis. Go to yeah. setwell.com. Is this a shameless plug Use right the now? Code fall 10 to get 10% off of your order. Hey, seriously, that, that that's an awesome thing. The discount we still, is that still going right now? Yeah. Yeah. yeah the 10% still, it's, off it's still fall or autumn, as I like to say. Absolutely. No, that's uh, if, and if you haven't tried SCT oil, where the heck have you been the world's only and purest trademarked short chain triglyceride oil, gut health, brain food. I mean, it gets your body prepped to burn thousands and thousands of fat calories, great for decongesting your liver. I mean, the list goes on and on. It is a superfood. If you've not tried it, go get it. Now's the perfect time. So S- if gonna- oil.com. I got three kids to put through college. Now where, where- lots of it. SCTOil.com. <laughs> use the code fall 10. Hey, don't use that because we actually get, we actually get, get more if you don't use the code. And then that gives more to my kids that they got to eat. Yeah. So, so you, the code is there. Just don't use it. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) We love you guys. Thank you guys so much. Love you guys.
Thanks for listening to the Happy Healthy Life Podcast. If you enjoy the show, make sure to follow them on Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook at The Happy Healthy Guys. Don't forget to like, subscribe, follow, and review the show wherever you listen to podcasts.